The privilege of a lifetime is to become who you truly are. I'm Adrienne McDonald and welcome to the Mindset Strategist Podcast. Hello, beautiful humans, and welcome back. Or welcome if it's your first time. Happy Yule, happy winter solstice. It is a very crisp day where I'm at, and I am sipping on a lovely winter solstice blend by the rooted dandelion. Shout out to them for making a great winter solstice tea. Tis the season. This is going to be a little bit more of a stream of consciousness type episode. Um, Sort of my 2022 wrap up. Somebody was asking me the other day, what is your favorite Christmas gift of all time? And instantaneously, I got this image in my head. I think it was about nine, maybe ten. And we were broke. And I mean, we are like, we were, are we eating tonight broke? That kind of broke. My parents had gotten divorced and I was super keenly aware of the lack of money in the household. And I had told my mother, hey, take care of John, my little brother. I didn't want anything. And I wake up on Christmas morning to go check out what John got, which I assumed would be Hot Wheel cars because he really liked Hot Wheel cars, actually loved Hot Wheel cars. And there was a hairdryer for me, but there were also two books. And it was two world book encyclopedias. Now, it wasn't like A and B, it was something weird like SN through SZ and XY, some like two uh, random ones out of the entire set. And I thought, oh, maybe I'm going to get one a month. Like maybe this is on some SNH green stamp stuff where, you know, we're, we're going to get one a month. Because like I said, I was keenly aware of payment plans and money issues in the house. And when my mother woke up, she told me that the rest of the set was in her bedroom. And I was over the moon. This was beyond my wildest expectations and dreams. And so I was really thrilled because I've always loved learning and I've loved reading. And it was amazing. And yes, yes, John got some Hot Wheels that year too. So 2022, it's been quite the year. And like a lot of people, I tend to get reflective this time of year. I generally hold ceremony on the solstice, a sort of review, gratitude, and release for the year, as well as looking a bit at the year ahead. And I thought I could share some of my reflections and my own growth this year. And maybe someone out there will get something out of that. So I look for growth every year, and every year it comes. And I do find that some years have bigger shifts than others. And 2022, for me, I feel like it's had like really big shifts this year for me. For the last 15 years or so, I have picked like a word of the year. Now, sometimes that's been several words or a phrase. But in general, I find that picking one word just works better for me. You do you. This is just works for me. And the concept is that you pick a word that's like your guide for the year. And some years I've been better than others about keeping whatever the word is in front of me as a guide. But I really picked a great one for 2022. And more importantly, I did a really great job of allowing it to guide me and keeping it in front of me continuously. And my 2022 word was energy. Energy. 
And I was thinking back to why did I choose that particular word? And so it was around this time last year, maybe a little bit forward, like late November. And my two pups had died within six weeks of each other. Now, I don't have human children, so I am one of those people that sort of treats their dogs as their kids. And I was more than just devastated and tired. I felt like I had been pulled to the bottom of the ocean, like I was in an underworld of sorts. And I think it was also, it was more than just the pups passing. It was like the weight of the past couple of years with the pandemic and um, and all of that. And I knew that I wanted, I needed a shift. So that's why I picked the word energy. And over the past year, I've developed a different relationship with energy, my own, externally. In the winter, I slowed down. I was definitely in incubation. And when I attended my first live event in the spring, since the pan, like before the pandemic hit, I was well, I was completely, it was completely different than my expectations. I felt out of place, uh, out of phase. I didn't just need a reset. Like, I, it had to be something more. I think uh, Megan Watterson does a really good job when she calls us the pilgrimage underneath the skin. Because that, that was it. And Martha Beck talks about living in integrity. Not from the, like, the moral sense. or the, it's, it's, She looks at it from the Latin root, which meaning the Latin root is, um, I think it's integer, which means intact. She says that when you experience unity of intention and fascination and purpose, you live like a bloodhound on a scent. You're joyfully doing what feels truest in each moment. It's an alignment of body, of mind, of heart, and soul. And when you're not, you're out of integrity. Now, obviously, I have done an exceptional amount of personal development over the years. Um, i I would hope so, considering that's the industry I'm in. But as I have also said, true mindset mastery is the acceptance that it is a continuous process. And one of my biggest challenges was, and to some extent is still true, I tend to compartmentalize myself. And um, so this concept of full integration, like in a different way, has been really a focus for me this year. Energy was a great word because everything is energy, and it enabled me to look and explore deeper how I was embodying continuously what I teach and where I was like in the micro moments where I was letting go of that. And it shifted significantly for me. And so a couple of things. I had to look at where I was self-censoring and why I was self-censoring. Now, a person can use discernment, and that's not self-censorship. That's like nuance matters, context matters, audience matter. And one of my favorite quotes is, when you have something to say, silence is a lie. But I think that also means that if you don't have anything to say and you're talking, that can be a lie as well, right? That's the premise of virtue signaling or whatever. 
And uh, this is actually a Jordan Peterson quote. And Peterson was actually a good example of something I had to mull over this year. Um, I can I've consumed a, a great deal of Dr. Peterson's content because I love union um, psychology and uh, his lectures from way the hell back. I love his books, uh, particularly Maps of Meaning. I've taken his online courses, which are amazing. I've even heard him speak live. And then I go on Twitter and I'm like, is this the same person? Because he's not practicing the rules of being precise in your speech. It's, you know, it's... I know when he writes, it's like he's going over and over and over on one of his paragraphs. And um, and it seemed very reactive. And I'm like, well, okay. What does this mean? And I think, I think I've just come to like a real appreciation of nuance and curiosity more than I ever have. And... I have learned to curate my social media even more. I thought it was pure. I thought it was very curated before, um, but even more so now. Um, I I think curiosity is what I try to put in the forefront of my thought process now more than I ever have. Um, I've come to accept that I don't have to have an opinion on everything. And sometimes I ask myself, is X worth an investment of my energy? And I do that quite a bit. Um, I found that, and I feel that the value of pressing the pause button, even more so now. Like, I think that's one of the most underrated things in our time right now, this instantaneous response and just because somebody else is being reactive in responses does not mean that I need to, like, jump into the fray. Another great thing about being integrity is this, this integrated wholeness, the comparison game. It dissipates so much. It seems so mundane. Because when I am in that total alignment with the whole of me, I'm not really interested in anything else. I'm not interested in playing the games. I appreciate the uniqueness that is me, but also the connectiveness to the collective. And I think that's one of the keys. It's a different level of connection. There's a marked difference for me after June this year when I did some of this really deep work around this. I've spent virtually no time in comparing myself to others' space, which I still had a fair amount of prior to that. And it's been such a profound shift in my own life that I've reformulated my own immersion retreats to include that work as well, because this has enabled me to really embrace the go-my-own-way. Um, now, in embracing from the more integrated space, it that <laughs> did have a ripple effect. Uh the other thing that I feel like I have done so, so much less of this year's chase. I've just chasing anything. I've stopped operating from when is the other shoe going to drop more and started really getting into the space of when something is going very well, 
of very intentionally saying more of this, yes to this, more of this. In August, I changed the name of my company to something I felt more aligned with. A lot had changed since I left corporate nine years ago. And I started being more forward and open about talking about my energetic practices, the fact that I've been an energy practitioner for years and how that integrates into the work that I do. And I just got much more comfortable with my voice versus being an echo from some of the great teachers that I've had. Um, And I think that that's just part of the evolution, right? It really felt like the next evolution. And what was great is I found that even more clients were out there and they are looking for something different in the industry, something deeper, a different way of moving in the world, and really resonated with the integrated approach of the physiological, psychological, and energetic. This more integrated wholeness, this sinking into my own cosmic compass, as I call it, the inner knowing, also opened up a lot of space for me because there's there's less internal debate. There's less of, is this for me or not? Is this something I need to do or not? Is this something I need to have or not? There was just more coming from a place of knowing and then moving on. More decision-making came with ease. And the more I sink into that inner cosmic compass, I'm just experiencing more ease and more grace. Now, again, there's still challenges, people. That's just part of life. But there's a lot less struggle. Um, And when you're not spending so much time comparing and going back and forth in your mind about self-censorship or decisions or, like, do I want to do this or that, you you have more like energy and space for things that actually matter to you and ideas and possibilities and much more come more easily for you to create. Now, I've been participating recently in this 40 Days of Gratitude with a Twist Challenge. Um, and it's not really a challenge. It's more of a, just, just a, an opportunity um, I think it's Tara Marino is putting this on. And the idea is the gratitude is turned inward. And it's a focus on you appreciating yourself in the present, not things outside of you, not who you're working to become, but who you are in present time. And that's been quite something because it's really allowed me to really see more deeply all the changes that have happened this year and how I'm showing up so differently and those micro moments of oh wow that's a really that's a big damn difference than even earlier this year that that really speaks to the power of deeper work it just does now I am not a big new year's resolution person I tend to incubate a little bit more in the winter and the spring equinox is more like my new year because it's around my birthday. Hey, you do you. I know everybody's got their season that is their big, big push. Um, and But I do want to share one of my uh, winter solstice rituals, though. 
And you can do that today or you can do it anytime for the rest of the year. It just gives me a good reset. I take some time to think and reflect about each month of the year. Now, I'll typically go through my calendar and journal and just sort of jog my memory a bit. And I think about the challenges and I think about the accomplishments and I think about the gratitude for all the things, all the lessons and all the great things too. And I give consideration to what I want to leave behind in the current year as I start the new year. And I take out some post-it notes or a piece of paper and I tear them into strips and I write down the things that I want to leave behind, that I'm done with, that, I, that I've learned, that, okay, I don't need to repeat this lesson, or this is a belief system that I no longer want to be available for, and I place them into open slots. I fold them up and I put, put them in open slots and pine cones, and then I light a candle, and I set my intention, and I thank the universe for the lesson. And I light the pine cones on fire, and I release all of that to the universe. And I usually meditate before and after, but again, you do you. And it's a great way of just removing the judgment and being in the moment, releasing to something that's like higher than you. And uh, it, it creates some space. It really does create a lot of, like, a, a warm embrace of space. It's kind of a weird thing to say, but that's, that's, that's how I feel. I was like, the universe has hugged me a little bit, and then, okay, and then releases me, and I'm, I'm good to go. Now, as I said, I'm not a jump start into the new year person right out of the gate. I'm all about enjoying my holidays and creating a bit of space. I, can you hear the space theme in this podcast? So this podcast and Speak the Language of the Universe, the sister podcast, are going on break. So I can like enjoy time with my family and and sort of give me some like a little space in my head for some creative projects that I've been mulling over. And I will probably be back like January 9th, so about two weeks. Um, I am super excited about 2023, and I do have a few things to share. If you have been following or listening for a while, you may have been wondering how to work with me. And uh, we are a boutique practice. I don't do large group programs. My work is centered mostly around private mentorship or small person intensives. Uh, I do that because I like to go deep with people and I think of it as like a, a very intense sacred space. And obviously, I did things more virtually over the past couple of years. However, there were still some things that I put on hiatus because a virtual setting just didn't feel right for me. Um, so there's some things I'll be bringing back and some changes. Now, there will be a free masterclass dropping later in January focusing on your year of genius. 
And uh, my signature retreat intensive is the first one is early in the new year. And this is one of the ones that I've referred to in the past as the dark side retreat, where we'd go deep into the shadow. Uh, And it has been totally reformulated. Uh, A lot of the work that I experienced over the past two years, I have revamped and reformulated that event. And Illuminate will be a two-day in-person retreat combined with a private mentorship. And in total, it's like a six-month engagement. So it's like you get the best of both worlds. There are limited slots in those because I keep those retreat intensives extremely small uh, so that each person can have a lot of individualized attention. And... There are several other things that are in the works as the year goes on. Now, I will be raising pricing in 2023. So if you've been considered working with me, you can still get 2022 pricing for the retreat uh, if you engage in that before year end. So that pricing is $11,111 or a private intensive Compass Day is 6000 Both of those are by application because I want to make sure it's a good fit. Uh, and there are payment plan options. Now, if you're interested in that, you can send an email to contact at adrianmcdonald.com and I'll put a note or have it in the show notes for that. And we'll get back to see to you to see if that's a good fit. And like I said, I am super excited for 2023. The plans that we are making here are are quite delicious. And please keep sending your mindset questions to breakfree at adrianmcdonald.com because we will start Break Free Fridays in the new year in January um, where I answer your questions on Fridays on the podcast. So as always... I appreciate you sharing the podcast and leaving a review. I hope you have an amazing holiday season. Please connect with me on social media. Um, I'm I'm partial to Instagram, I'll be honest. Um, but I'm also on Facebook and LinkedIn, and I'll still be active there during the holidays. You'll get to see Piper in her all her little um, Christmas sweater gear. And uh, maybe giving you a little peek into the um, famous Christmas waffles that my sister-in-law makes or the scavenger hunt that she does, that those are part of our holiday traditions. And I would love to see those burning pine cones, people. So if you do that, please tag me. Uh, I would love to uh, see what you're doing there. And as always, I look forward to connecting with you in Thanks for listening to the Mindset Strategist Podcast. If you'd like more information, check out my website at www.adrianmcdonald.com. 